Uh, yeah, I'm missing the AEW exploding barbed wire deathmatch. I need to order this pay-per-view later. Okay, so like, explain to me what the heck does that mean? Uh, in Japan, they have these matches, which are matches where people surround a ring with barbed wire and explosive things inside the ring that will explode if hit correctly. Or sometimes the ring just explodes randomly at set times. And for the first time in America, uh, we are going to have an exploding barbed wire death match between uh, John Moxley and Kenny Omega. So that's apparently going on tonight. So and apparently Christian just debuted at AEW Revolution 2. So that's a big deal. Like like Christian is in like edging Christian? Yes. He was just in the WWE for the Royal Rumble. And I guess they did not bother to sign him very well because he just appeared on AEW at their pay-per-view, it looks like tonight. Along with Paul White, who just, you know, popped up last week. The big show. It's the big show. Yes, his new shirt actually says no more BS. So I mentioned that. You know, <laughs> yeah, no more big show. What up? Exactly. So, uh, hi guys. This is Totally Original Geek News Podcast. I'm Andrew McDonald. And I'm Sam Harper. And hopefully that was not too long BSing. Mm. <laughs> this is a new show where we cover all things pop culture and entertainment. So this week we want to talk to you guys about a few things and the news. Space Jam 2, the X-Men, Disney CEO, San Diego Comic-Con, Epic Games, the Alamo Draft House, uh, T.I., the rapper, and uh, a few other things that pop up. So Sam, are we ready to go? Uh, yeah, let's do this. Okay. So, first up in film news, Space Jam 2. Space Jam 2 uh, is set to come out July 16th, 2021. Is this going to be coming out on D- Warner Brothers HBO Max, I think? Uh, yes, I yes, think it is. Okay. So that means uh, it's going to come out in theaters and on HBO Max. For the- gotcha. The way the HBO Max does it is they, they let you watch it the same month it comes out for 30 days and then they take it off and then I guess they wait, wait off, another yeah. six months and then throw it back on. Mm-hmm. Why would you just leave so, it? So, yeah. So, the first Space Jam, if you don't remember, or maybe you were a child, or maybe you weren't born yet, because that's possible now too, uh, came out March 11th, 1997, and it was basically a movie that combined Warner Brothers characters like Bugs Bunny and Daffy Duck with the character Michael Jordan from real life a basketball player who a long time ago played basketball well, and today you still buy his overpriced shoes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So the movie plot for the new Space Jam is playing a heightened version of himself. LeBron James struggles to relate to Cedric Joe's Dom, who is much more interested in creating games than playing them. When Dom's tech skills draw the attention of a CGI humanoid named Al G. Rhythm, uh, played by Don Cheadle, the father-son duo gets sucked into the Warner 3000 Entertainment serververse with the AI kidnapping Dom in hopes of stealing some of King's followers. In real life, he has about 80 million followers on this. The whole point is to steal Twitter followers? This is what this movie Yeah, is this is what I'm fucking talking about. I don't understand what the point of this so- I mean, Space Jam I mean, 2 movie. I this mean, sounds like the, Tron in a, yes. like a sad way. Yes. Like, the first movie was about, like, the Looney Tunes had to play basketball for some reason, against these monsters. Okay, so basically the monsters are coming to take the Looney Tunes away and have them as their entertainment on their planet. Yes. But the Looney Tunes were just like, we have to give us a way to defend ourselves. So they decided to play them in a game of basketball. Yes. Winner 
gets to stay. Winner takes all. And then the Monstars stole basketball talents from actual basketball players yes. to make themselves awesome at basketball. So the Looney Tunes, in retaliation and to save their own ass, stole the best basketball player at the time. Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan. Yes. At that point, he had already had like three rings? Yes. I mean, and it started and playing let's baseball. Let's see for real. Michael Jordan is probably going to ground as one of the top five, if not top three basketball players of all time. So. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that makes sense. Uh, this this is sounding weird. This is, I don't, I don't know what this is. Like, okay. Like, you could have just, you established that there is a, like, a world. Yes. That is, where basketball Looney Tunes world is real. And, so just, and, and Looney Tunes can meet. Yeah, so then yeah. What, why don't you just yeah, do no, that? It, it feels like we could do that, but yes. Uh, also, there was controversy this week from this movie because apparently, um, how do I put this? Oh my God. Thirsty furries were upset that Lola Bunny was not as sexy anymore. Okay. Um, that is so effing weird. Okay, so somebody <laughs> pointed out like, why were there furries? Like, why is everyone so furry now? And then they showed like a bunch of different things that happened in the past, like in regards yes. to stuff like a yes. Lola Bunny was one of the like furry things. I forget yes. the other pictures they had in it, but Lola Bunny was one of them. And I'm just like, yeah, they sexed up Lola really hard for that Space Jam first movie. And this yes. one, she looks like somebody playing basketball would look. She's wearing yes. a jersey Although, and shorts. As I said on some people, technically, if it's the same Lola Bunny from Space Jam 1, now she is 20 some odd years older. So now she's middle-aged. So she can't be as sexy anymore. No one says that sexy forever. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I mean, that's a weird logic to go with. Not that, that I true. want to quantify the sexiness of a cartoon bunny. <laughs> oh, okay. So, it, the, sorry, I had to find the picture. So it had Lola Bunny. It had uh, Maid Marian from the Robin Hood Disney movie. They had uh, oh my God. Okay. Sexy Cat from a Tom and Jerry movie. And my mm-hmm. personal favorite, Nala giving bedroom eyes in the Lion King movie. Because yeah. Lala was giving bedroom eyes in that movie. She was. She freaking was. She was. Yeah, she was. Yeah. That's unfortunate, but she, she was. She totally was. Um, but who cares? Yeah, I, don't I don't know. Technically, there's also a third Lola Bunny, but no one's apparently cared about that because this is the new Looney Tunes series on uh, HBO Max. And she plays Bugs Bunny's girlfriend there. And she's bloody insane. Yeah. Like, she's played by Kristen Wiig. And I watched, like, a 10-minute clip of just her scenes from this new Looney Tunes cartoon. And it's like, oh, my God. They made this character insane. It's like the worst girlfriend ever. Like, you go out to eat with her. And she's like, I want to have the soup. You know, maybe I don't want the soup. Maybe I don't have this. You know, mm, I can't have that. I'm allergic to it, actually. It's like, mm, yeah, maybe I'll still have the soup again. Actually, no, no, no soup. But can I taste your soup? Mm, this is good. Yeah, this is really good, actually. I'm going to keep eating this. Mm, this is good. Are you going to eat this? Because I'm going to have soup now. It's like, you could literally, are you watch it. You're literally watching Bugs of these scenes. Lose his mind. He's just like, what have I done? Why have I made these choices in my life? This is a terrible mistake. Yeah. So it's actually really fun. Relationships, um, am I right? Yeah, relationships. You need them. Yeah. But you, you need them. <laughs> so, yeah, that's Space Jam. Uh, yeah. Later this year, you can watch it wherever yeah. you feel safe. Right. Okay, next, X-Men reboot is finally happening. So uh, we've been waiting for news of the X-Men because once Fox 
uh, once the rights to the X-Men returned back to Disney because they had bought Fox Entertainment, yes. uh, we were sitting here wondering when we were getting, getting an X-Men movie because that movie was fucking coming. I mean, let's let's come on. It's Marvel Universe. It's the X-Men. Eventually. It's just, we got to do it. Apparently, it might be happening. Yes. Um, uh, they're being produced. There's a word that uh, a reboot is happening for the f- a film for the X Men, and it's going to be called The Mutants. Now, I didn't know why they were doing this until I found somebody on Twitter who posted a little article. Basically, when uh, Stan Lee was originally pitching the X Men to his uh, his bosses, he wanted to call it The Mutants. And they were just like, his boss was just like, the readers won't understand what the mutants are. And he's just like, Stan, I was like, I think you're underestimating how smart our readers are. I think they'll be okay to understand it. And he was just like, no, they're not going to understand what mutants are. Just don't call it the <laughs> mutants. So so then he, the next day, he pitched, he pitched the X-Men and he was just like, yeah, that's fine. And so he was just like, all right, I wanted to call it the mutants, but uh, as long as the story is being, being told, it's fine. We'll call it the X-Men. But he left mutants in there as like characters. Mm-hmm. So... Kevin Feige, as I guess a nod to Stan Lee, is deciding to call the movie The Mutants, which also is probably going to be the first introduction of mutants into the universe. I, I'm assuming that's where we're yeah. going with this, if they're calling it The Mutants. But, yeah. um... I don't hate the, it. I don't hate I mean, it. I don't hate the name. That's I mean, literally all the information we have at this time. I don't think it's going to be a movie, though, I feel like. Just I think because it, if you're going to call it The Mutants, like, like, you could do it. But I feel like it would be just easier just to do as like a series and then just jump into an X-Men movie that's that or something. I don't know. It's completely just, that's all we know, really. They say it's, they're saying it might be a movie. They're saying it's going to be a movie. Yeah, feature film, I say. But you're right. It's possible. When you say it like that, it's right. It probably should be a TV show. Yeah. But you know what? This is like, it's Marvel. It's like, if they call this the mutants... And everybody's like, oh, it's mutants. Like, it's going to be like X-Men. Then it's already this. They've already sold the movie. Like, the movie's already sold to anybody who knows X-Men. Like, yeah. it doesn't matter what the hell they call it. It's about characters who are going to be in the X-Men. Sure. Fuck it. The mutants. And then the next movie is going to be called X-Men. So, yeah, you know, as long as it has a cohesive plot and whatever, it really it doesn't matter what they call this movie. They're probably going to do, um, they're probably going to leave the TV shows for, like, the kids. Yeah. So like the young Avengers, like the 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 new mutants and like like the hell yeah, I can see some of that. There. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, makes sense. And then you have those people cross over and they pop back up again, all that yeah. stuff. And then you have cross, and you also have them cross over to like young Avengers because mm-hmm. that'll be established by then, or the champions, or however they, wherever mm-hmm. way they're going mm-hmm. with this, because they're gonna have young yeah. superheroes. The other thing I wonder what's going to happen now is with the Inhumans. I don't know what they're going to do with that. They're going to pretend like it never happened and redo it. It's That's likely. That's likely. Although I still think What's-Her-Face is probably going to show up there sooner or later. Um, we played Daisy Johnson. Mm, Quake? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I feel like she's going to have to show up sooner or later. Because, I mean, it, you know, it's a big enough character in terms of the whole S.H.I.E.L.D. thing. And she's now fully in S.H.I.E.L.D., throughout her run so it just feels like yeah they're gonna they're gonna want to do this yeah so we'll see so okay. sooner or later she'll get a she'll get some movie shine mm-hmm. um all right so we'll see where that goes yep. disney ceo bob chapik doesn't think movies will ever go back to the old way i agree but bob chapik says people have gotten used to the luxury of an entire year of getting titles at home pretty much when they want them 
He added that he doesn't want to cut the legs off of a theatrical exhibition run, but it's clear that he's not convinced that people will even want that anymore now that they know studios are willing to be able to release big movies online through the dedicated streaming platforms. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I kind of agree with this. I, I'll say, watching videos from YouTube of opening night of Avengers Endgame, like, still, chills, listening to the crowds. Mm-hmm. Watch this movie, chills, like... I would never get that just watching it at home. I get that. But there are a lot of small movies out there. Like, yeah. not every movie is an event movie. No. You know, I love Ant-Man. I'd probably be fine seeing it at home. Yeah. But, like, you know, the next Avengers movie, you know, a Fast and the Furious, things like that. You know, these giant movies where it's like everything feels bigger than life. Yeah, I could probably watch it on a big screen with, you know, just ridiculous surround sound it's like at my own mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? until you said that i i think so but, set that up yeah i think you know it's this is going to be the way for a lot of small movies you know a lot of comedies out there probably could make a lot more movie money coming out on a you know good weekend for a sale for home than just in theaters or in both yeah you know? i like just think i don't think they're gonna like not release movies in theaters Movies yeah. are always going to come back to theaters, and then movie, theaters are always going to be the number one way to get to see the movie the same uh, at the date in which the movie says it's coming out. But are they going to do some type of weird every? If are they going to do some type of weird combination where they can also watch it on a streaming platform, whether it mm-hmm. be exactly when it comes out, forty five days before it comes after it comes out, yeah. for thirty days when it comes out, whatever? Because Paramount is doing one way, HBO yeah. is doing it another way. There's going to be some type of new way to watch it at yeah. home just as well as you watch it at theaters. And yeah. I'm, that's what I wanted. Somebody's going to prove their model. And once they do, it's going to be set. And, you know, odds are likely it feels like it's Disney right now with the whole sign up for our service, get to watch it the day of, pay 30 bucks. Yes. It's, you know, HBO's doing it the other way, which is we're going to put it out there, same day. You can watch it in theater. You can watch it at home on our service. And then we're going to take it away from you. And if you don't watch it in that time, you got to go back to the theater. You got to wait. And then Paramount is doing, you know, other stuff too. Uh, Forty-five they have something that's launching with it, but I can't remember what. They so theirs is if once it comes out, once it comes out in theaters, it'll come out on Paramount Plus in forty-five days. Ah, okay. So, yeah, I mean, there's three models. Um, somebody will figure it out, and I'm sure at some point they'll do a combination of all of them. Like, well, this movie's a little bigger. We're not going to release this right away on this. This movie is a little smaller. Day one. Yeah, you know, stuff like that. They, Pamela also said that they were they were, the smaller releases they'll release in thirty days. Yeah, yeah, makes yeah. perfect sense. I mean, you know, they'll know in a week or two if no one's seen their movie. Yeah. If a week or two nobody's watching this movie in theaters, you might as well get the money you can from people at home who aren't going to go to the theater to see it anyways. Yeah, yeah. Start cleaning up now. All right, so don't hate it. We're done with movies, so moving to comics. Yes. San Diego Comic-Con is pushed back to 2022. Thank God. Um, yeah. Um, this is basically what you thought it was going to be. The yeah. uh, San Diego Comic-Con is not happening again this year. This will be the second year in a row which mm-hmm. where it's been canceled. It wasn't canceled before in like 50 years. But, yep. you know, COVID waits for no man. It, mm-hmm. it, it takes what it wants. Um, wear a mask, people. But uh, yeah. they, we're, we're going to have a virtual Comic-Con again this year. Um, so we can like still see some stuff that come out in um, July 20, 23, 20 to 20, uh, July 23rd to July 25th, uh, Comic-Con at home. Yeah. Um, 
it's not going to be as big as it was. So it's only going to be three days instead of the full week that we usually get. But yeah. Um, yeah. It's limited financial resources. Let the virtual events be cut to three days. I mean, so, if you make all your money from like, people coming money. To, yeah, if people make all your money from people coming to your convention and people can't come to your convention, then yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'll say I'm surprised in some cases, like they didn't move some of these Comic Cons. Like, if I were Comic Con, I'd be like banging on the door for New Zealand, be like, yo, can we run a Comic Con in New Zealand this year? And like, if you want to register and come to Comic Con, you can, but obviously you have to follow New Zealand's guidelines and like quarantine for two weeks. So you have to no. be probably here for three weeks. But like, you can come to Comic Con in New Zealand. Like, I don't know. That would have been my thing. Like, can we do this? <laughs> no, I don't think. I don't think it would work because people would just be like, "You're making us go from America to New Zealand? Are you kidding yeah, me?" Yeah, but people from all over the world come to San Diego Comic Con, so some people this would not be a thing. They'd be like, "Cool." Yeah, but people all over the world come to America for San Diego Comic Con. Not trying to be a dick, but like, no, like you're, you're not because wrong. yeah, because but people yeah, New Zealand's the only place in the world that could probably do it. So. New Zealand's all the place that people probably do it and they have enough sense not to have it happen at their place. That's why they are the situ- way they are in the situation they are. Oh, yeah, but I mean, like I said, you can still go there now from any country. It's just... Uh, San Diego Camcom can't can't afford to have it set up in New Zealand. They, they wouldn't pay them enough money to take that risk. Yeah. It's a thought. It could have happened. Yeah, a perfect world. Well, in video game news, Epic Games buys the Fall Guys studio. And yeah. the game is bought Mediatonic, maker of last year's hit Battle Royale game, Fall Guys Ultimate Knockout. According to Epic, gameplay isn't changing. The company will continue to support Fall Guys across platforms, PC, PlayStation, Xbox, and Switch. Uh, they didn't say Steam. I kind of wonder if it's going to leave Steam. I think it might, but your gameplay isn't changing. Now there's the mission of the guys, Fall Guys, to bring as many players as possible. The UK-based studio on its website. Each season will continue to expand the game with new content, features, rounds, and costumes. Which makes me think this game is going to go to free-to-play very soon. Because that's basically the Fortnite model. Make the game free, and then sell them a bunch of stuff. Make them sign up for a season pass. And uh, just microtransaction everything else. So... That feels like what it is. Mm-hmm. I have to imagine a lot of people aren't happy though that Epic bought them because a lot of people hate Epic more than yeah. Apple. <laughs> um, there's actually I think that we uh, saw in the article that it still is going to be on Steam for the long for the short term. I don't know if there's going to be changes in the long term, but yeah. for right now it still should be in Steam. Yeah, I think that's kind of kind of figured, but we'll mm-hmm. see if it gets moved down. Yeah. All right. So I think we're actually. Uh, down to two stories because we didn't <laughs> organize this super well. <laughs> no, it like that's pretty much where it was. It was a there very was a, light week. It was kind like, of a light week. It was. There wasn't a lot of big things happening in anywhere in the world outside of uh, exploding barbed wire death matches. Still never seen it. Gotta watch one now. I gotta watch one. <laughs> I gotta watch yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. So, like, we got these last two just real quick just to cover them. Um, Almo Draft House filed for Chapter 11. Ooh. <laughs> Two That's years bad. ago, two years ago, I found this beautiful slice of heaven called Elmo Draft House. And I said to myself, I would never go back to normal theaters after going to it. And now they have fought for Chapter 11. Well, uh, because, right you know, you have to keep places closed because of COVID. Because COVID yeah. waits for no man. And um, they're going to sell off some properties and stuff to make everything work out. Uh, they're going to leave the one in Brooklyn open. So that's great for me. For that's good. In New York City. 
but um, the Texas one, that one is actually being sold. And oh no, what's then, happening to Mike? He has an Alamo draft house, doesn't he? Or no, no, he doesn't. Ye- one of the mics, the one in yeah, New York the does. Yeah, the one that lives but, in New York does. I think there's, there's one not like, one, I think, for the other one. No, he. I think he does drive in theaters. Hi, Mike. Hi, Mike. Hi, Mike's. Mm, okay. And so the last story is uh, T.I. will not return for Ant-Man 3 amid sexual assault allegations. Rapper T.I., uh, who played Scott Lang's Ant-Man's friend Dave in both Ant-Man and Ant-Man and the Wasp, will not be returning for the third installment of the movie. The news arrives amid a report from the New York Times, which disclosed that the lawyer for Tyron A. Blackburn is asking California attorneys, uh, authorities to investigate the numerous sexual abuse and assault allegations against T.I. and his wife, Tamika Tiny Harris. Four women who have come forward alleging the couple drugged and sexually assaulted them, including two instances of rape. Mm-hmm. Blackburn also noted that the allegations span over a decade, servicing in 2005. T.I. and Harris's lawyers denied the allegations, saying these allegations are nothing more than the continuation of a sordid shakedown campaign that began on social media and now attempts to manipulate the press and misuse the justice system. So, yeah. Uh, no Dave for <clears throat> Man 3. The Marvel Universe will never be the same. Yep. And maybe, maybe Ja Rule will be picked up to play him. Oh, my God. I don't know. <laughs> you know what? I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. I mean, maybe this will be Ja Rule's comeback. You know, he lost the Fast and the Furious because he was trying to be a serious actor and didn't sign on for it. And they got Ludacris. And now Ludacris has ridden that all the way to the bank. Is that why he left Fast and the yes. Furious? Yes. He was trying to be a serious actor, so he didn't want to do Fast and the Furious anymore. So he left that. <laughs> he picked up Luda. And then suddenly, everyone realized the mistake was made. <laughs> I believe he did do a Fast and the Furious type of movie after that that may have had Steven Seagal. I'm not certain. No. I'm just checking to confirm. Please But don't. that seems like the trajectory of how that went. Uh, half past dead. Oh, my God. That may not be. But, yeah, no. He uh, he made a mistake. Yeah. He'll make mistakes, but he made a big one. But who would have known, you know, a Vin Diesel movie about stealing DVD players and other things? How would he have known this was going to be such a large thing? Fast and Furious 9 is coming out this summer. Yes, yes. So yeah, he was in Fast and the Furious back in 2001. Uh, and since then, he has been in many things. Many, many things that I have never heard of. Many of them being shorts, which I assume are, you know, just probably music videos. Ashanti. Shall we dance? Hip hop bar performer. There you go. He also uh, does very poor uh, halftime shows for basketball teams. Uh, committed fraud doing Fire Festival. And also does small videos to help uh, community uh, s- small business owners who are losing money f- to, like... He does like little commercials for them, like Papa Cristos. Well, there, there you go. See, he's helping people. Yeah, people. Meanwhile, Ludacris gets a movie check every almost every year, every other year. And I mean, Ludacris is probably getting what you call he's getting residuals from every time the movie sells. I imagine at this point. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure he has like a song on each album. The soundtrack. Yeah, you're probably right. He probably does. I mean, it's why would you not? I mean, you're Ludacris. Yes. What can I offer you? Oh yes, I can do the rap game. Yeah, yeah, it's a little hard. Ja Rule, a Robinhood user since 2014, calls GameStop an uprising. 
So that's the last one of the last things that pop up. Oh my god, Java Rule is such a clown. Alright, um I think we're done. <laughs> I mean we could talk about Java Rule some more. No. You know, we could ask what does Ja think about all of these things. Why would we want to ask what Ja thinks? I don't I don't know. What but yes, uh, the the key thing was Ja Rule thought he was too big for Fast and the Furious. He was in the midst of a successful career. He was paid $15,000 for his appearance in Fast and Furious. When Singleton had hopes of bringing him back, the rapper was in, had his pay was increased by 500000 500, uh, The director reached out to Jaro's team to no avail, forcing him to travel to the music studio as a effort. In an interview, Singleton revealed that Ja had gotten too big for himself. So actually, he got paid $15,000, and they tried to pay him 500000 for the sequel, and he turned it down. He turned his sights to Ludacris, creating a new character for the rapper. Ja Rule, on the other hand, claimed he considered taking the role, but wanted something different. I just felt it wasn't the best move for me, as what I want to do in Hollywood right now. I was trying to do this acting thing very seriously. And, you know, sometimes every move is not the right move. Ja, what about you serious, man? Yes. Oh, see, he had a scheduling conflict, because he also had a role in the 2002 Half Past Dead movie. I believe that was the Steven Seagal movie. And as anyone would have told you in 2002, or 1990, or 1980... The worst thing you could do would be in a Steven Seagal movie. <laughs> I mean, he's been trashed the whole at, time. <laughs> at some like there was a period like that period of time, Steven Seagal was in. Like, no, no, I, I say that, but I know Steven Seagal was big for a while. Yes, he no. would like freaking what DMX and Michael Ja White was in one of those movies. Uh, Steven Seagal had a run in the nineties where, even though his movies were terrible, like he was making one every year. Yes, and they were every flipping year they were getting play and he was making one every year they were so terrible anthony anderson and tom arnold was in that movie i I forget what this movie was called but dmx was like the bad guy but it turns out it was actually like the corrupt cops michael john white was one of the corrupt cops was it exit wounds i think it was exit Wounds. that's an exit that's definitely a movie of his yes that was exit wounds i don't know uh, the last thing I'll put in for news, I saw this today. Uh, there's a movie called Thunder Force that is coming to Netflix. It stars Melissa McCarthy and Octavia Spencer as two unconventional superheroes. Basically, Octavia Spencer is uh, something of a scientist. She has her own company. Melissa McCarthy plays an old friend of hers who comes to visit. And while visiting her in her lab, ends up causing herself to be injected with some of her experience that give her super strength. Oh, cool. And Spencer herself is developing invisibility. So you have Octavia Spencer and Melissa McCarthy. Uh, in a world where supervillains are commonplace, two estranged childhood friends reunite after one devises a treatment that gives them powers to protect their city. So yeah, they are superheroes fighting supervillains. Melissa McCarthy and Octavia Spencer. Thunder Force hits Netflix on April 9th, 2021. I have yet to like... You know what? No, I'm not gonna say that. That's a, actually a, a weird take. I'm I'm gonna let. It. I can't wait to see this. I can't wait to check this movie out, like to see whether or not I want to go see it. Okay. I have a feeling I won't, because you know, based off a track record. But you know, let's let's see. I mean, the trailer is out, so we can see that. Yeah. And apparently, Looney Tunes Little Bunny is living with uh, Wonder Woman's Amazons at the beginning of Space Jam: A New Legacy. That's what's being reported. Because, oh, because Warner Brothers. It's in yeah. DC. It's owned by Warner Brothers. So yeah. uh, oh, so there's going to be crossovers in this. Not with the other tunes, but with the Amazons of Themyscira. 
There, see, this is gonna, there's gonna be crossovers with this. Okay, that might make it more appealing. This is yeah. gonna be like fucking um, Who Framed Roger Rabbit? Yeah, Malcolm D. Lee uh, said Lee is said to have meant to change her overly sexualized depiction in the original Space Jam and focus more on her strength and athletic ability. Yes, because she could ball, but they also had her in a crop top and like booty shorts yes. in the first Space Jam. So. Yes, yeah, so they're not doing that. Uh, Lee has stressed that Lola's change was mar- largely motivated by Space Jam and New Legacy status as a kids' movie. Yeah, and they were just like, yeah. we brought a whole generation of furries into play, and we probably should chill on that shit. Yeah, we don't need these people showing up at a theater dressed up yeah. like they dress up. It might set off the wrong vibe when the children show. Yes. Although there's nothing against furries. Shout out to you, furries. Mm, nothing against them. Hey, look, they might pay us for commissions for shit later in the future. So, hey, we shout out to you, furries. For furries. I'm sorry. Say what? We're not doing commercials for furries. There will be a line I will draw. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you taking money from a whole bunch of other people you ain't gonna take furries money you yes we will take money out. from diarrhea we will take money from other things you're um, not gonna take money from furries what am i gonna do hey so everyone as a sponsor on this episode we just like to promote FurryCon. FurryCon, where you can get down and you can dress up as your favorite anthropomorphic animal and roll play cuddle nuzzle do all the things you like with other furries just like you all weekend long don't even have to remove your mask. Don't have to remove anything. You can just be your fursona. FerryCon. Coming this May. To New York. Keep why it out of New f- Jersey. Why the fuck wouldn't you do that? That's perfect, dude. Oh, God. No. Someone's going to take this and use it. No. Okay, let's yeah. wrap up the show now. I mean, yep, I've done yep, too yep. wrong. Right. This is Totally Original Geek News Podcast, where we talk the news, and we in no way endorse... Uh, commercials for FurryCon. <laughs> I am Andrew McDonald, and you can find us anywhere you search uh, Totally Original Geek News Podcast or Tognip, T-O-G-N-P, on Twitter, Facebook. Uh, well, no, not Facebook, but Twitter and uh, Instagram. <laughs> those two places. Yes. But you can also just follow us at RapturePress.com, our main Twitter, Facebook, TikTok account, websites. Yes. So, say goodbye, Sam. Goodbye, Sam. All right. We'll see you guys next week. One.